0: What's up everybody, my name is Zach Schaumler and this is Strong Opinion Sports for Wednesday, August 30th. I am so excited to be recording today. My voice is back, not fully, I'm still a little bit under the weather, but man I'm improving and I can finally breathe through my nose again, which feels amazing. I I am loving life up here in Pullman, Washington and you know what I love the most about this shot? You can't see my shorts, because my shorts do not match my shirt at all and that feels great. I I cannot wait to share the first story today. There is one NFL player whose story I just resonate with. I, this is my favorite story of this NFL season. I really resonate with Kirk Cousins. See, once upon a time, there was a girl I was crazy about. I, I really liked this girl. I thought this girl was the greatest thing in the world. I'd, I'd always liked this girl, and I'd always thought that she liked me. It made sense. So, so one day, I decided to tell her how I felt. I was bold. And I told this girl how much I liked her. She didn't reject me. She made it very clear she wasn't rejecting me. But she also didn't say she liked me. It was this weird limbo. And I thought, hey, that's great. You ever heard that dumb and dumber quote? So you're saying there's a chance. Well, well, as time went on, I realized, even though she didn't reject me, she didn't say yes. Maybe isn't yes. If this girl had been all in, she would have said that. She would have said yes. It would have been a yes. And I realized the fact that this wasn't a concrete yes was a problem. See, you don't want to be in a relationship with someone who's wishy-washy. Kirk Cousins is the quarterback of the Washington Redskins. Now, he's not a top quarterback in this league, but Kirk Cousins is a really good quarterback. His team, the Washington Redskins, have refused to give him a big contract. In fact, there's been all kinds of weirdness this offseason from the Redskins' side of affairs. The Redskins have been really weird and and awkward. I don't understand what they're thinking. When the team, the Redskins and Kirk Cousins, could not come to terms on a deal, the Redskins wrote up a press release explaining the situation. This happened earlier this summer. Now, the Redskins had been in the negotiating room with Kirk Cousins quite a bit. So this press release... Uh, the team president for the Washington Redskins, the man who is negotiating with Kirk Cousins in the room, the team president for the Washington Redskins went up onto the podium to read the press release. And while he was doing so, he called Kirk Cousins the wrong name six times. See, his name is Kirk. K-I-R-K, as in Captain Kirk from Star Trek. Well, the Washington Redskins team president, Bruce Allen, called him Kurt, K-U-R-T, as in Kurt Warner. And, And it wasn't once. He did it six times. He called him the wrong name six times. Clearly, the Washington Redskins do not think very highly of their quarterback. Kirk Cousins has decided, he's refused to sign the smaller contracts the Redskins have offered him. Kirk believes he's worth a bigger contract, and I would completely agree with that no, Kirk Cousins is not the best quarterback in the NFL. First of all, however, Kirk has done a great job for the Redskins. Last season, Kirk Cousins threw for 4,900 yards. That's almost 5,000 yards. To put context on that, here are the guys who have ever thrown for more than 5,000 yards. Drew Brees, Dan Marino, Matt Stafford, Peyton Manning, and Tom Brady. So while Kirk Cousins may not have thrown for over 5,000 yards, it, it is safe to say he's right up there with some pretty good company. And normally something like that would be enough for a team to sign you to a huge deal. But no, no not the Redskins. No, the Redskins are the wishy-washy girl. They will not commit to Kirk Cousins. And, and throwing for a ton of yards is really cool. But, but maybe, that, maybe that doesn't matter to you. Well, here is why Kirk Cousins is valuable. This is why Kirk Cousins deserves a long-term deal worth a lot of money. Where would the Redskins be without Kirk Cousins? hmm? So with Kirk Cousins, they're a borderline playoff team. He keeps the Redskins interesting and competitive. With Kirk Cousins, the Redskins are in the playoff hunt. They matter. Two years ago, they made the final wildcard spot. And last year, they were eliminated in the last Right at the end of the season. Without Kirk Cousins, the Redskins would be a mess. It would be just like the Jaguars. See, you need a quarterback to win in the NFL. Every offseason, I read about how the Jaguars won the (laughs) offseason. Yet, every year, the Jaguars just cannot get their act together. It doesn't matter how talented your roster is. You cannot win in the NFL without a franchise quarterback. So I measure value by what happens without you. For example, my car is extremely valuable to me. Without my car, I would have serious issues. I couldn't go anywhere. I'd be trapped. So, so if, if, Tom Brady's is, if Tom Brady's Nike, Kirk Cousins is Puma. If you're buying a pair of running shoes, Puma is not your first choice. If if I had to go running, if if I had to choose to go running in a pair of Nikes or a pair of Pumas, I would choose Nikes. If I had to choose between Tom Brady and Kirk Cousins, I would choose Tom Brady. Obviously, that's not a tough decision. But now, what if you had to run 16 miles on sharp lava rock? And your options were to either run barefoot or spend $250.00. And wear pumas. <laughs> see, see, now how valuable are those pumas? I don't know about you, but I would not want to run even one mile barefoot on sharp lava rock. See, I'm not comfortable spending $250 on pumas. But if running on sharp rocks is my other option, it's better than having no shoes. If I have to run on sharp rocks, I'm going to wear pumas. I don't care. The Redskins may not want to spend big money on Kirk Cousins, but they should. Without Kirk Cousins, the Redskins go back to square one. Do you remember when the Redskins a couple years ago were a laughing stock in the NFL? (laughs) Gosh, it's funny how quickly they forget what that was like. Does a team like the Redskins, a team that is a borderline playoff team, they were in the hunt last year, do they really want to go back to winning four games a season? If the Redskins don't re-sign Kirk Cousins, they will really regret it when they end up looking like the Jaguars. So the Redskins are making a huge mistake. Now, here's another interesting aspect to Kirk Cousins' story. The Redskins have been unwilling to sign him to a long-term deal worth a lot of money. So they've been franchise tagging him. What that means is they can keep him on their team basically against his will, but they have to pay him a lot of money. So he doesn't get the luxury of a long-term contract, but hey, he gets, he gets a big paycheck every year. And, and every year, it exponentially gets bigger and bigger, and they have to pay him more and more money, more and more ridiculous sums of money. So this is why I love the scenario from Kirk Cousins' perspective. Kirk's story really resonates with me. See, I'm a student at Washington State University. And when I decided to come to school, I took a risk. I left a job in L.A. behind. I realized I didn't want to set up and work with cameras for the rest of my life. I want to be on camera. I want to tell stories. I want to write. I want to do more than set up, the, like frame the shot and deal with wires. So I left L.A., I left my role in LA and I took out a small loan to pay for college and I'm okay with that. I'm betting on myself. I control my own destiny and and I, it's up to me to make it happen to have a great career. I'm betting that I Zach Schaumler can make it happen. And I have no doubt that someday I will find a job where I can pay off my loan. I'm going to be successful. I'm going to make it happen. Kirk Cousins is also betting on himself. Kirk Cousins, that's his name. He took a risk when he didn't sign the Redskins contract. He gave up guaranteed money. See, Kirk Cousins controls his own fate. If he gets hurt or has a bad year, he could miss out on a ton of money. But if Kirk Cousins goes out this season and puts up huge numbers, if he lights it up, he will prove to everyone what he is worth. That's exciting to me. I, I love that. Hey, he may fail, but I love his guts. I cannot wait to see what Kirk Cousins does. I hope he goes out the season and just shreds it up. I'm rooting for Kirk Cousins. I'm going to take a short break and grab some water. When I return, I'm going to share why I have lost all faith in Cam Newton. And later, we're going to talk about more about the word valuable. There is one athlete that is maybe the most valuable athlete in his sport. And it's not LeBron James, believe it or not. I'm going to take a short break. My name is Zach Schellmer. This is Strong Opinion Sports. I'll be right back. (laughs) You know, I I went to the DMV yesterday and and I was shocked. The DMV here in Pullman is amazing. They they were really friendly. They were fast. It was easy. I was completely blown away. I did not believe that. Who would have thought I would ever have a great experience at the DMV in my entire life? (laughs) Well, back in the day, I used to get in fights with my friends who were Cowboys fans. See, they, they would curse Tony Romo. They would say, my friends who were Cowboys fans said, he was Tony Romo's terrible, we need a new quarterback, all this stuff. They used to complain when he wouldn't win close games. And that was, I was so infuriated. This, this bothered me to, all, to no end. Hello? The only reason the Cowboys were even in close games is because of Tony Romo. I used, to defend, I used to defend that guy like my life depended on it. Well, apparently, we have a new Tony Romo in town. See, the Lions just made their quarterback, Matthew Stafford, the highest paid player ever in NFL history. Now, if you're outraged, apparently you missed the entire first segment. You cannot win in the NFL without a quarterback. The most important position in sports is the quarterback. See, before Matthew Stafford, the Lions were a joke. No, the Lions haven't been the Super Bowl recently. I'm aware of that. But the Lions have been relevant. The Lions have been in the conversation. We care about the Lions at least a little bit. That's all thanks to Matthew Stafford. It's, it's ridiculous. It drives me crazy. People find every reason in the world to be outraged. Of course, Matthew Stafford is worth the money. Remember how value is measured? Value is measured what happens when teams don't have you. Without Matthew Stafford, the Lions are a joke. So I couldn't believe when people pushed back. Matthew Stafford basically saved your whole franchise. You can't put a price on consistency, everybody. Absolutely not. Matthew Stafford is 100% worth the money. So so recently I had a discussion with a friend of mine. He said something I thought was completely boneheaded. He told me he really wanted his team, the 49ers, to have a terrible season so they could get Lamar Jackson in the NFL draft next season. Lamar Jackson is the quarterback for Louisville. And, and this is absurd, by the way. So Lamar Jackson did win the Heisman last year. And, and don't get me wrong, he's a great quarterback. But when my friend said they wanted their NFL team to have him, I literally laughed out loud. I was like, are you serious? First of all, he cannot throw the ball at the NFL level. The kid has a 55% completion percentage in college. Zach, you're just a hater, Zach. no. You can... can, That's ridiculous. You can make the argument and say... When people said that Tom Brady or Drew Brees and Dak Prescott wouldn't make it. You know, people say... oh People doubt people all the time. But that's a weak argument. It is totally true. It's up to an athlete to build themselves up. To build themselves into star players. Correct. But I'm not rooting... I'm not rooting against Lamar Jackson. I I hope he proves me wrong. It's not a bad guy. Nothing against him. But I ask... What's the difference between RG3 and Lamar Jackson? You know the bad news? The difference is that RG3 is an even better passer than Lamar Jackson. See, RG3, an even better passer than him, couldn't make it in the NFL. (laughs) How do you expect Lamar Jackson to do well in the NFL? Let alone, Lamar Jackson will never be able to prove himself if he's consistently hurt. Guys like that who run that often are going to get trampled. Look at RG3. Look at, look at all these running quarterbacks get hurt all the time. It's, it doesn't work. And, and I have no problem with thin quarterbacks. Look at Tom Brady. But Tom Brady never gets hit. See, the most important thing in all of this is that running quarterbacks do not work in the NFL. Guys like Tim Tebow, Johnny Manziel, did they not warn you enough? Stay away from quarterbacks whose best trait is running the football. In college, you can have one athlete absolutely dominate a game with his legs. That that happens, and that's possible. But Lamar Jackson will not be able to do that in the NFL. Not consistently. Athletes are far bigger, faster, stronger. You have to win throwing the football in the NFL. You have to be a surgeon. Let's look at the stats. So Sam Darnold is USC's quarterback, and he is projected to be the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. If he comes out, he will be the first pick. Last season, Sam Darnold had a 67% completion percentage. He also had 62 rushing attempts. How about Mitch Trubisky? So remember, Sam Darnold had 67% completion percentage, 62 rushing attempts. Mitch Trubisky, the Bears rookie quarterback, his last year in college, he had a 68% completion percentage. And he only ran the ball 96 times. So let's compare Lamar Jackson. Huh? Oh, oh, oh. Lamar Jackson only had a 55% completion percentage in college last year. And he ran the ball 260 times. Whoa. Do you see the discrepancy there? In fact, Johnny Manziel had a better completion percentage in college than Lamar Jackson. So I would stay far away from Lamar Jackson. It's, it's silly. He does not translate to the NFL. Russell Wilson can run, but Russell Wilson also slides. He, Russell Wilson avoids getting hit. There's nothing wrong with running. I'm worried about Lamar Jackson getting hit. Let alone the fact that Lamar Jackson cannot throw the ball at an NFL level. He would get beat up in an NFL game. I would stay far away from Lamar Jackson. I, I also recently gave up hope on Cam Newton. <clears throat> Cam Newton is an incredible athlete. Uh, but he's also shown at time. Time and time again, he has shown lack of maturity. And now he's showing that he doesn't even trust his own coaches. The Panthers coaches earlier this year talked about cutting back on his running. And he's the only quarterback in NFL history, by the way, that has six seasons with at least 90 rushing attempts. When when asked if Cam Newton would run less this year, Cam Newton displayed once again his lack of maturity and self-awareness. Cam Newton's on his own island doing his own thing and he just is totally out of touch. Here's the quote. This is Cam Newton. Here's what he said. I don't understand certain things. That's like my edge. You're going to expect a lion not to roar? God, I can't believe he actually said that. That's extremely foolish. See, my best friends tell me that I'm wrong all the time. Not because they dislike me. My friends tell me I'm wrong because they love me. I once made a video about a TV show called 13 Reasons Why. And before I made the video, I went to my friends and asked for their opinion. They proved why my original assessment of this TV show was completely wrong and helped me so that once I made the video, I got it right. I had an open mind and I used their constructive criticism to strengthen my opinion. Cam repeatedly refuses constructive criticism. He's like a child. He will not listen. Cam does not want to stop running. He doesn't understand his coaches. He compares himself to a lion. Are you kidding me? I'll be honest. I don't don't like Cam very much. And I'm not really trying to hide it. I've I've never met the guy. And and you know what? If Cam Newton never wants to meet me, if he wants to set the record straight, Cam Newton, come at me. Come talk to me. But from everything I've seen from the guy, I would not want Cam Newton to be my quarterback. When is the last time a a quarterback won the Super Bowl running the ball? It's not working, Cam. It's not working. What's your long-term plan eventually when you can't run anymore? Michael Vick didn't win a Super Bowl. Neither did Randall Cunningham. We saw Vince Young fail. And Steve Young only won a Super Bowl when he figured out how to beat you with his arm. Running quarterbacks do not win in the NFL. Throwing quarterbacks win. Tom Brady doesn't need to run. Tom Brady's a surgeon. He, he evaluates your defense and he throws to the open spot. Tom Brady beats you with his mind and with his arm. Not his legs. And you know what's the most sad? I'm sure that Cam Newton sees himself as a revolutionary figure. Cam believes, I'm sure, that he can change the way Super Bowls are won. Cam wants to do it his way. He's unwilling to change. He doesn't seem to care about the, 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 he doesn't seem to care about the blueprints that have worked in the past. I'm all for change. I don't mean to sound like a grumpy old man, but there's a difference between a new revolutionary idea and stupidity. The difference between a revolutionary idea and stupidity is success. See, there's a fine line between brilliance and stupidity. Usually that line is defined by success. And I haven't seen that from Cam. Not recently. Yeah, he was MVP once, but I don't think he deserved to win that anyways. He, got, he was on the best team in the NFL. That's great. But when Cam won the MVP, it should have been Tom Brady. Tom Brady had a far better year that year, but everyone seems to get bored with Tom Brady's success. It drives me nuts. Again, I'm happy for Cam Newton to prove me wrong. Show me that I'm a fool, but I've sold all my Cam Newton stock. I am over him. I would not want Cam Newton playing quarterback for my favorite team. I'm going to take another short break, grab some water. When I return, I would never, I would never ever trade with the Boston Celtics general manager, Danny Ainge, ever again. And at the end of the show, to end the show, there's one player that I think is the most valuable player to his sport. And believe it or not, it is not LeBron James. My name is Zach Schellmer. This is Strong Opinion Sports, and I'll be right back. When I was a kid, I did a thing called trading Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah, yeah, I was a huge nerd, but who cares? I was happy. Hey, And everyone wanted this one card called, oh God, Blue Eyes White Dragon. Hey, I was 10 years old. Cut me a break. Well, I didn't have a real Blue Eyes White Dragon, so I made one. I printed a black and white paper version of the card. Now, Now, most kids would stop there, but no, not me. I went a little bit farther. I, I took this glue, piece of paper and I glued it to a cardboard cutout. Now this thing had some weight to it and I made three of them. See, the purpose of, of, of this little crafting activity was to obtain my own legitimate version of the card. So I told the kid down the street, I think his name was, was Christopher. I told old, good old Chris, I had found these Yu-Gi-Oh cards from when my, kid was, when my dad was a kid. Now, that's obviously ridiculous, given that Yu-Gi-Oh cards had just been invented, but poor Chris didn't know that, so Chris went along with it. I traded my three cards for his one legitimate copy of the card. Now, uh, well, everyone at school found out, and they quickly realized how badly I had scammed Chris. (laughs) And after that, no one would trade with me. I had no credibility. I was known for ripping people off in the past. I don't blame those guys. When I was 10, I was only concerned with what was best for me. Last week, the Boston Celtics general manager, Danny Ainge, conducted a trade in which the Celtics received superstar point guard, Kyrie Irving. In return, the Cleveland Cavaliers got two role players, a draft pick, and all-star point guard, Isaiah Thomas. Now, last week I pointed out this was a great trade for both teams but it was contingent on one thing. This trade was great for both teams as long as Isaiah Thomas was healthy. Well, as it turns out, apparently he's not. It doesn't sound like it. I've heard reports that Isaiah Thomas may be out for a while. I've heard reports that it doesn't matter. Isaiah Thomas is defending himself. I I really have no idea what to believe. I'm not sure who to trust in this, but I know this one thing above all else. I don't trust the Celtics general manager, Danny Ainge, one Bit I do not trust Danny Ainge. He has pulled highway robbery before as well. In 2013, he traded three old stars, Tevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Jason Terry, for four first round picks. Three old guys for four first round picks. That's highway robbery. It's also known as the Brooklyn Nets fleecing. (laughs) I would not want to make a trade with Danny Ainge. Time and time again, he's done whatever was best for him. And that's what he should do. That's his job. But any smart general manager would stay far away from a deal with Danny Ainge. Because time and time again, he has ripped people off. Look back at the way the Celtics acquired Isaiah Thomas in the first place. They, they practically got the guy for free. No, I would stay far away from Danny Ainge. You do not want to be caught making moves with him. He's he's a guy who would fabricate Yu-Gi-Oh cards and trade them for legitimate cards. Trust me, I was once that guy. I know how he works. Gosh, you know what's incredible? You know what's absolutely insane? It is August, and we are still paying attention to the NBA. Granted, next week, the NFL regular season starts, and when that happens, I won't even remember what a basketball looks like. But currently, we're still talking about the NBA. And have you noticed... the the, above all else the most impressive thing have you noticed the theme of this nba offseason every story has been connected to lebron james that's the power of lebron see when lebron james retires i'm gonna look back and say gosh you guys remember when we were still talking about nba when we still cared about nba into august We haven't been talking about the Warriors, we haven't been talking about the Rockets, and certainly not the boring San Antonio Spurs. We have talked about the Celtics, but that's because they traded with LeBron's team. LeBron James has carried the NBA for a decade. He's the main attraction. He grabs people's attention. Now that, that is star power. If you can grab my attention, if you can get me to watch Heck, LeBron doesn't even make me just watch. LeBron makes me care about basketball. Now there's one other athlete similar to LeBron who has that strong a power over my viewing habits. His name is Bryce Harper. Now it's August. Football season is here. I'm still in the phase where I'm pretending that baseball doesn't exist. For me, baseball starts in October. When playoff baseball starts, that's when baseball happens for me. I'm not interested in baseball right now. However, Bryce Harper changes my viewing habits. I'm bored. I'm tired of baseball. It's lack of urgency and it's oversaturated with games. I can't keep up, even if it did. You know, baseball is not as exciting as the NFL. But Bryce Harper makes me pay attention, he pulls me to a screen. That's why Bryce Harper is the most important player in baseball he's the most valuable player in all of baseball they need Bryce Harper now I've I've heard a rumor about this guy in New York his name's Aaron Judge he's supposed to be the next big thing Eh, yeah uh the truth is I cannot even tell you what he looks like now now to me that doesn't scream face of the league not at all what's Aaron Judge look like (laughs) that's a clown question bro I'm not claiming that Bryce Harper is the best player in baseball not at all But he is simply the most interesting player in baseball. See, over and over again, Bryce Harper has been the singular most, he's been the one thing that pulls my attention to baseball. You can make me watch baseball. You can make me even, if you can make me even pay attention to baseball outside of October, that tells me something. If you can make me pay attention to baseball, that's incredible. And over the years, you know, his, his clown question, bro, quote, or, you know, him charging the mound. Bryce Harper is polarizing. Bryce Harper is the most interesting thing in a sport with a whole lot of boring. Baseball needs more guys like Bryce Harper. For a casual viewer like me, Bryce Harper is the best thing baseball has going for it. My name is Zach Schumler. This has been Strong Opinion Sports. Thank you so much for listening. You know, on Monday I submitted the show to iTunes, so it should be up there soon. I'm really excited for that. I just I just really appreciate you. If you're watching, thank you so much for listening. Please tell your friends about the show. You know, go like the Strong Opinions Facebook page. That would be a huge help. I'm trying to grow the audience. I want to make this into something. So that's all I have for today, folks. I'll be back on Friday. Until then, it's been my pleasure to serve you. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day, everybody.